And I must keep running, running, and 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 running, running, Welcome to the Marvel Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I'm so tired this week. This is episode 91. I'd say Sergey Fedorov would be 91. That yeah, I, I don't would have a good use. 91. He, what's that? I said I don't have a good 91. Yeah, Sergey Fedorov is is the best, uh, best two way player, uh, possibly of all time. I would say, but was some good in argue. NHL. Him and yeah, he, was. he was great, and uh, you know he he was a, a good. Good player, I will say. Actually played some defense uh, and, and some big games as well. He was a crazy hybrid. Um, but, yeah, and also dated Anna Kornikova for a while. Yeah. And uh, I think at one point was told that. She was that, real young when that started Well, happening. yeah, I, I'm telling you, I think that the mayor of uh, Detroit told him at one point, if I see the two of you waltzing on down the road, there's going to be big troubles. Uh, so <laughs> he had to keep her away from Detroit. But here we are. We're not here to talk hockey. Of course, we're here to talk Marvel Comics. And yes, this is episode 91. If you want to find us all over the place, we're on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. We have a website that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. We have an email that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon account that's patreon.com slash weirdscience, where you could go and each week you get the Marvel patreon only spotlight and it's two books picked by the bad butts of the fresh start crew and this week they ended up screwing with brandon because for the longest time it was going to be spider-man annual number one and war yep. of the realm six and oh, i was yeah. like oh I was they're sitting on the couch big, all yeah. prepared like you know yeah and then i got a hold of you did you see the poll today and you're like yeah. no why i'm like Darth Vader won. Darth Vader got it over the War of the Realms. So you ended up having to read and then talk about Darth Vader. And yeah. If everybody doesn't know, Star Wars is not your jam. No. Though Darth Vader is more. Darth Vader to me reminds me of Darth Vader is the Wolverine of the Star Wars universe, where you always tell me that you don't like, you know, the X-Men that much, yeah. but you like no. Wolverine. You don't like Star Wars that much, but you don't mind Darth Vader. So yeah, you ended up right. so. So the joke was on them, where there wasn't a lot of jokes. And it also, I was able to read that in about two minutes. Yeah, I know. It was quick. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the Spider-Ham, Spider-Man annual. We were a little disappointed with, yeah. but if you want to hear us talk about that, and I uh, speaking Pretty of much which, the only ones it seems like I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't although know. I haven't I heard don't, anybody don't in Slack or anything really even. Yeah, talk I, I about don't. It, I don't so. think anybody bothered with it. Uh, yeah. I got so angry, I actually said a curse word, and I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I got so mad, I dropped the S word, as they yep. say, uh, down at the rec center. Shucks. But yeah, yeah. Oh shucks! Oh golly gee. But yeah, we're here, though, because we didn't talk War of the Realms. Obviously, this is a huge week of comics here at Marvel. We end the War of the Realms. And in my review on the site, I said, we're ending the War of the Realms, kind of, because we still have a bunch of tie-ins coming up the next couple weeks. So it's almost like... Agents of Atlas is only at three of 
yeah. four or five, really, I think. Yeah, I, don't, crazy. I don't even, it's got a what while to go. What still. I equate it to is uh, this week I was listening to a couple history podcasts and one of them, which it is hardcore history, one of my favorite podcasts. And it's an older episode, but the, he uh, began the episode by talking about the Japanese holdouts from World War II and how one of the Japanese fighters, one of the soldiers ended up fighting World War II until 1972 or 74. Oh boy. The, the guy just was never told he was in the Philippines killing people well this and this is what it reminds me of when i see that the war of the realms is over the word just hasn't spread to all the books there's still some that'll be fighting the war as we continue which is kind of a cool thing in uh history but i don't know about with you getting driven nuts by the time of these books i can just imagine because i did think that i saw one that goes into like the second or third week of july and i I can only imagine what you're gonna be (laughs) yelling about that you're gonna be screaming and yelling about that skipping that one i think right yeah we may be well we skip to the loo to that but we're gonna go here i mean i I personally don't need to talk agents of atlas anymore i'm I'm good on that we only we talked that first (laughs) issue and then we haven't talked since uh though there is going to be a book coming out of that but yeah i I wasn't digging that actually i think we talked the first two issues of that yeah we we were really trying we were trying to like it i just couldn't but the first book that we're going to talk about tonight we have three books and they're they're pretty big books here um, but the first we're going to talk about is a War of the Realms tie-in that kind of gives me what I've wanted throughout the whole series. But then when I reviewed it, and I really like this. This is a spoiler alert. I like this issue. It is Avengers number 20. Then I get online and I see people just screaming and yelling about how this issue is awful and how it offended them and things like that. And and I it, it see where they're coming from, but I yeah. didn't. It, it didn't hit that with me. It, it didn't offend me in any way, shape, or form. I just didn't really... You know, I didn't get I as like much it. out of it, I guess, as you did. But you yeah, know. I just like the whole that we haven't had any She-Hulk, and I like this. And where I would, where I thought that it kind of came about with me, if you're at the DC side of things with us, this is kind of in one issue what we got with Hawkman and Twelve. It's almost like going through the origins of She-Hulk. It's talking about how She-Hulk was played out before, and how she was always like, oh, she's the fun Hulk, and things like that. But by the end. I got less of now it, it it kind of bleeds into but for me I don't know why I didn't get that this was Jason Aaron telling me that I should be ashamed of liking She-Hulk before this series I just got the idea that he is doing a different She-Hulk and is more explaining what he's doing and it's not my favorite She-Hulk this hulking you know monster She-Hulk's not my favorite yeah. But that's what we're getting here. And she's kind of saying, you know, hey, we had this old version of me where, hey, I look like a bodybuilder in a swimsuit that just happened to be green. And I had this and everybody liked me. And, oh, I'm the Hulk that you can, you know, drink wine with and things like that. And, yeah, there's a little shade thrown at her origin. But her origins, we, we did that on the back issues in the uh, on our Patreon. It is goofy. I mean, there's yeah, no ands, ifs, or buts about it. And it was thrown together to kind of get the rights out there before they were afraid that the TV show would steal them. So it was goofy involving a transfusion from Bruce Banner and things after she was shot. Yeah. But in this, I, I got more of the idea of, hey, this is the old Hulk. People are mad and like almost like Jason Aaron, like, 
getting crap on Twitter, and I'll get to the uh, credits, uh, even though I'm telling you, it's such a quick issue. We're almost done anyway before I even do the credits. But I get that Jason Aaron's been getting crap like, oh, man, you have the She-Hulk. There used to be, you know, the lawyer She-Hulk and the the sexy She-Hulk and this. Why do you have this? And he's just explaining what he wants out of the She-Hulk through this. And, And I don't mind because, again, this seems to me almost like a Dick Grayson, who is my favorite character of all comics, uh, where he goes through different iterations, including a Nightwing and including Grayson and including Rick Grayson. And, you know, not one over the other. I just like the character and I like to see the progression of it. And I'm telling you, we, when we get to the one page, I thought it was really cool. But this is Avengers number 20. It's written by Jason Aaron, art by Ed McGinnis, inks by Mark Morales with Ed McGinnis, colors by Jason Keith, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Basically, it, it continues this whole deal with She-Hulk of the Mind in the Wakandian deal where, you know, Black Panther is set up that she's going through this therapy to try to work through, you know, her, what she was before and how she's conflicted of what she is now. And, and you do have, you know, the Jennifer lawyer uh, on the stand and even as it gets to the deal where you see the judge as her as well um, but I really like the idea of going through like look this monster that they have now in this Avengers this Jason Aaron iteration it's destroying the rest of us it's killing all of what we've built up to get to the series now I could argue that the thing that I don't like about this version of She-Hulk that supposedly is you know affected by the Celestials is that we don't get enough of uh, and we have uh, said my, the my, thing is yeah my problem with this she hulk is it's just hulk again and, and it, yeah. it's just less interesting to me with and her being that do, instead of yeah. kind of the classic so, way she's always been yeah and so this idea of you know uh, just she hulk smash it, it's driven us nuts now i do think that what this is going through with her working through this as therapy because remember this isn't just you know a courtroom set. This is of the mind therapy where, you know, Black Panther. And I do think that what she is doing is working through all of this to get to a point where she is all of these. Now in this, it goes to an idea of her in her head saying to herself, I kind of like, and I kind of envy Bruce where Bruce in the past has said he envied me because I'm the one who could walk down the street. People give me high fives, not running and screaming. And she actually wishes that maybe that was the case Because, yeah, some people overlook her. Some people think of her as, oh, you're just the fun Hulk. Even when Deadpool shows up, he's like, what's going on? You used to be, you were me before it was me. And so you're getting this. You also get, you know, the Asgardian Hulk. You're getting all these different iterations. That one panel I love, and it's that thin panel with all of her different iterations, including her her first deal. And I thought that the way the art was done there is so good to change up all the different deals. And I'm telling you that origin She-Hulk is my favorite, the very first one. And it looks great, but yeah, she's fighting within herself thinking why, you know, I I wish I could just be the one that bashes things in. I I don't like being oogled. She even mentions at one point, the only part that I think Jason Aaron goes a little over is talking about pretty much villains kind of feeling her up while they're fighting. I thought that that was stepping over the bounds a little too much. And, And if anything, that's lessening 
what she does. You know what I mean? Because there's no way that these villains would even get a chance to do that. She's just going to destroy them. But yeah, you, you have all the different deals going and she just wants to bash. This one just wants to Hulk, she Hulk smash, which we said, that's not my favorite thing. That's not what I want from this. I think that this is the start of a progression that we might get more of the old deal worked in because she's trying to work out, you know, maybe working out the idea that she's embarrassed herself of her origin or she's embarrassed herself of walking around in sexy dresses and things and getting a, but she's going to take it back to herself. I hope what happens, but even then she goes and goes and it's a good tie in that. If you're reading all the books, a good tie into the Deadpool book because she does go off to Australia to fight Ulick. And pretty much bashes the crap at him. He's, yep. you know, of course, then he's like, will you marry me? And it's kind of a play because I this feel is like the we've ugly... gotten that joke every time she fights a yeah, strong she, creature. She does. But again, she's been trying to get away from this idea of people oogling and, and hitting on her. And now as she's the huge smashing Hulk. The, the trolls think she's the greatest, so she can't even escape it being that. So I, I kind of like the idea of this issue being showing She-Hulk's kind of stuck between things. You know, she wants to be, you know, better and, and more, you know, Hulk than Hulk, but she also, and, and references at one point, Hulk's a nightmare now. But she is like she's like right now. Bruce is insane nightmare and it's ugly and and whatnot. But yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't mind her referencing her old selves and trying to figure out what she likes and doesn't like. And then you kind of go through some of the characters where she's going to deal with. Like I said, Deadpool's like, uh, yeah, excuse me, big fan. Uh, yeah, well, why aren't you fun anymore? You used to be so fun. And then later, she even has uh, the no fun shirt. Uh, which I did see somebody, somebody said in the, uh, in a review, like, man, I guess that Jason Aaron isn't learning about what Chelsea Kane did two weeks ago. Um, two weeks ago. If he's talking about the Mockingbird <laughs> deal, that was years ago. Yeah, was the whole agenda ago. shirt. Yeah. Like that wasn't weeks ago. What are you talking about? Did you just get around to reading that or find out the news? Uh, but yeah, she has the no fun shirt, but again, it's kind of poking fun. That's not the, you know, ask me about, and even that asked me about the, my feminist agenda. I had no problems with that. I know that some people hit the roof <laughs> or whatever. It was just a shirt. And I liked it later. I, I believe As Peter be honest, was wearing it. If people it. didn't cause an uproar about it, I would have never even it noticed nothing. it. Yeah. I, I'm telling you later, I think that when Peter was crashing uh, on her couch, he was wearing it around. It really made me laugh. It was really like a kind of twist around with it. Um, but yeah, she ends up fighting with Blade. You know, all these characters are here and it's kind of showing how they're reacting with her. You know, She-Hulk shows up. All right, you smash. And, you know, she does. They beat the thing in Australia. Then she goes to New York and she's just going around. She's like the nuclear warhead that they're sending around. She does go off to uh, talk to Daredevil. At this point, they're still fighting the deal. He still has the sword him, though, deal. And uh, he says, you know, hey, you know what? The Celestials have a plan for you. You know, they, they ended up, you know, juicing you up like this because they're getting you ready. There's a war coming. And, and it's funny for this to say this while you're already in what is supposed to be the biggest war of the deal. And like, you know, you'll know when it's time because she's like, what's going on? You know, what war? What, what's what are you talking about? He's like, you'll know when you're ready. Uh, you'll ex- you'll know when to explode. And by the way, yeah. it's like connecting things lost. all the way back to the very first arc where they fought. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and the, and the basically it's like, you, yeah. And the, the war, you guys already lost. So we'll see what's going on. It even says, through hell, uh, race, and the drawing of the heralds, the sea trials, and the fury of Kenosha, our 
Konshu. I don't know how to pronounce Konshu, it, but yeah. yeah, it's one of those that okay, no we're going to get something say, going on. And, that's and, and that's, 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 yeah. Uh, and this I'm is the pr- thing probably this saying week. it wrong both ways. I just said it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I would too. The, the thing about this week is even with the War of the Realms, you know, finale that we'll talk about later, uh, this is a lot of setup uh, this week with some of these big books because really by the end of War of the Realms, they're setting up a lot of things going forward. This sets up, you know, this big war that's coming and things like that. But in the meantime, it's like oh you know where's those frost giants because you know what i i just want to kind of hit things and then that's what she goes and does yeah. she goes and just and a says, lot of punching you know, when it's not you know getting into the inner workings of she hulk this issue yeah and as she's saying about the time where uh bruce said you know what i envy you i envy you for you know being able to be you know walk amongst people and things like that and she says i wanted to punch him right in the face because i told him about the parts of being me that he didn't know and again this angers bruce but i think it also angers him because it happens but he says you know uh, you know the times during team-ups that i'm hit on when uh, the bad guys cop a field the sleazeball published photos of me topless when i was on the fantastic four says paparazzi don't wait outside though that's kind of not the case there are some people that do follow bruce around but only because he's the hulk and they want to see you know where he's going he has his own set of problems um but she says you know what you know he went off and and got mad but when he came back we joked and we were good but you know what sometimes i wish that i was just the hulk that could go and smash him when you saw me you would scream and yell and run away and you know because if i'm in your town chances are that there's crap going down uh, and there's something for it to punch and things are about to get ugly. But it's like one of those things I think that what they're playing with and what Jason Aaron's playing with is the idea that because she is, and I, I keep saying it, I hate to say it full out, but she is the hot Hulk. She is. I, I mean, that that's so when she's there, she kind of that kind of demeans what she is also. So she wishes that she was the ugly. And it's one of those things trying to be ugly, maybe to just be able to fit in with everybody else. She even says at the one point that her origin story isn't even like everybody else's and her powers, all the things she's not like other heroes. She can walk among people and be the deal. And she kind of just wants to fade in with everyone else and just be the ugly Hulk that punches things. I don't like that Hulk that much. Yeah. Uh, I hope that what he's doing is playing around with, as you have more of this Wakandian th- therapy, she realizes that she can be all of that. And it even kind of points in with it is where I think it is Deadpool even says where she's like, no, no, I'd rather be free and ugly. And he's like, but couldn't you be both? You know, he says, oh, wait, can't you be both? Can't you be, you know, free and funny and free and, and good looking and free and all this? And then just asking for a friend as she just jumps off. Uh, so I think actually it's funny in this whole thing. I think that Deadpool gives her the biggest question that she's going to have to ponder as we go. But yeah, a- as this ends, just kind of ends. And again, this is one of those tie-ins that I don't mind because this is an issue that if you're during your regular run, yeah, it might be like, well, why'd we stop everything for this? But this book is in the middle of the War of the Realms and what Avengers has been doing is giving us these little glimpses of characters that we haven't been able to get because he has so many characters in the regular deal. So I don't mind it. I, I think the art's great. I think yeah. the art's incredible. I and like I that. like what yeah. this is more of, to me, rounding out or beginning the rounding out of the She-Hulk character who I really like. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of She-Hulk. Instead of what people think, it's like, oh, you're just dismissed 
dismissing me and making me feel bad for liking it. I actually think it's trying to bring everything in. Almost like I said, how the Hawkman book over at DC is giving you the definitive origin of a Hawkman. I think that maybe this will start a new definitive version of She-Hulk going forward where she addresses all because she does have a wacky past where whatever the writer that picks the book up wants to do, it ends up kind of being that kind of book. Charles Soule jumps on, it's it's fully lawyer, you know, Jennifer Walters, uh, Hulk and things like that. Then Jason Aaron gets it. He needs a Hulk because it's the Avengers. So I hope that this ties it all in. Uh, but I'm going to go down a little bit from what I went. But yeah, even going down, I'm still going to give it a nine out of 10. I really liked it. I like what we got here with it and i thought it was a good way to play up these tie-ins where you can't really have the avengers doing much because they're all often separated off in the war of the realms so you're gonna have to pick and choose your things and i did also like how it ties into the whole uh the australia deal and how Ulick and how that was finished and things like that so what would you give it I would give it just a regular seven. Uh, you Man. know, I'm just not a fan of this She-Hulk character. I find her to be very boring and very Hulk-like, which is just things I I, I kind of know where it's headed and, and know where it's going to go. I found when she was the the other She-Hulk, she was just a more interesting character, and and you know all, all the other complaints everyone else online probably already has. You know, the the whole angle or whatever feminism wants to be squeezed in there really doesn't bother me. Uh, no. it's, it's none of that. I just found her older version to be you yeah. know, more unpredictable oh, you, and, and, and more is, interesting. I hope in that this adds it so that that adds in with it. Yeah. And here's the deal. Anybody who's going to get mad at a feminist angle for She-Hulk, I mean, it's kind of goofy to get mad at that because she is She-Hulk. I, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's what right she is. Her name. And she is already set up. This isn't like all of a sudden you're making her smart. She's already very smart. She already is a genius. You know, she's already a lawyer. She's all this. I mean, she is a feminist character, whether you like it or not. And yeah, so I, I thought that it played out pretty good. And I, I do. I love the character uh, since I read that first issue, uh, her origin, which cracked me up. It, it does. And, and then I went on and read a bunch of others and then jumping into this, uh, you know, the whole Avengers thing, I was a little let down by her. So I hope that this being addressed, I think that it actually opens her up. I hope that yeah. that's what he's playing. Well, I, the um, other thing is like they spend this whole issue on She-Hulk and, and I I hope now Jason Aaron doesn't ignore her for the next 20 yeah, that issues would be, that would stick because, it, because what I really get tired of with this series in general and probably why I also didn't go higher is like we address these cool, interesting things and then they're just set off to the side. Well, remember for the big thing in issues, this book, yeah, issues. the big thing in this book is her punching things and kissing Thor. I mean, that, yeah. that was basically all she was doing. So I hope that, like you said, I'm more hopeful that it's going to get more. So now we're, you know, yeah. going well, with I mean, I don't even so mean we'll just see. limited to She-Hulk. I mean, just other yeah. characters in this oh, yeah, book I know. too. Like, you, know, you set up it's this just stuff so many. with, with uh, Ghost Rider or whatever, and then and being dropped in hell at the feet of Johnny Blaze. We don't ever yeah. deal with that. And who knows when we'll deal with that again. And, and this book does this all the time. It's really, I'm glad it's not a book I, you know, go to the store and buy because it would really yeah. frustrate me if it was one yeah. of those, I think. Well, and even the next issue, if you look, it says, you know, the war's over. They're having a party at Avengers Mountain. But who invited the Squadron Supreme? Yeah. I'm like, okay. It does so get. We're, we're, it, yeah, it's yeah, one we're of back those to this again. And, and yeah, like we need a, it. I, we do need him to focus more and not spread yeah. it so Like, thin, continue but. that Squadron Supreme story or not. Stop bringing it up. 
di- yeah. making it disappear. Like that's what drives me crazy about Nick Spencer too. Like I'm saying, I'm saying, oh, you can only think that Squadron Supreme is him just setting up for another book. Yeah, so it, it's you know, just eventually. like this style and this age of writer, they do this all the time. It, it really is starting to wear on my comic book liking soul. Like, oh, I'm going to bring up something really interesting, but I'm going to tell you then 12 issues about something else and then bring this up at the uh, last two pages of that 12th issue to remind you, do another arc about something else. Like, that drives me nuts. It's really (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. I know. But yeah, we're going to go off now uh, to talk about another big book. All right. And the next book is Fantastic Four, number 11, written by Dan Slott. Art by, you sitting down? We got a lot of artists on this. Paco Medina, Kevin Labranda, Paolo Villanueva, and Juan Ramirez. uh, Jesus Abertov on colors and VCs, Joe Caramanga on letters. There's uh, four artists on this. Yep. I said that it was like Parliament Funkadelic in concert in my review. It's like you got 17 people dancing it up on stage. And it's a weird deal. I mean, you you get it. This book is delayed constantly. Uh, We all blame Dan Slott. Now, is it that Dan Slott just keeps changing things and then you have to grab another artist to go in? Because there's no way that there's anything in this issue that one artist could not handle to get moving. You know what I mean? It's not like this is an intensely over the top, you know, action packed deal with a lot of things. There's a lot of just panels of them standing around and talking and, and doing some stuff, but still I didn't see the art as anything that should cause delays or have four people on. I do think that Dan Slot must be changing things or, or, you know, yeah. as he goes, they're just <laughs> trying know. to catch up. So, or he quick just that, writes very slow. I don't yeah, know. Either what's that, the deal but with even Dan then, Slott. why couldn't you just have Paco Medina just doing the art when he's writing slow. What do they get bored and they walk away while he's writing? I yeah. just don't understand. It. I don't, I don't understand either. because when this book comes out, this I do started like really it. happening a lot towards the end of his Spider-Man run. It happened throughout his really delayed a lot all the time. Um, I, I don't I don't know what. Okay. He, yeah, he's just, getting help on understand. Iron Man because even two books are too much. So why is yeah. even the just the one that has your sole focus like still screwed up? Yeah, and, and and that's what we thought that the Iron Man was getting help so that he could get back and maybe he is getting back in track here. But I, I just don't understand the Fantastic Four foiled Doctor Doom's plan to steal Galactus's power, defended the Ancy Street from the Dark Elf Malachus army, and are finally coming together as a team. So this is obviously since they defended the Ancy yeah. Street in the. Uh, Okay, the, you know, you have that issue, issue we liked, yeah. even and I, I'm telling you, I I don't I don't need to know that anyway. I just take this. This is pretty much a one shot that I could say happen whenever. But even the kids, uh, Val and Franklin, are starting to feel at home. What could possibly disrupt the peace? Well, what disrupts the peace, and what we're going to have through this is the idea that Franklin, his powers are getting wonky. He's losing his powers. Uh, last issue, he actually said to Reed, his father. Hey, can you work on that problem with my powers? And Reed's like, listen, there is no problem. Yeah. There, there's nothing to work on. You're losing your powers. Yeah, that's, that's just, just the way happening. it is. Sorry, kid. But, you know, it's almost like a and you would get the idea because they're, they were pushing at one point, you know, even in this where he, he is mopey and Johnny's even like, man, I thought I was a jerk <laughs> when I hit, you know, my, my deal. And uh yeah, I think that maybe he will become powered again in a different way as he goes through puberty and, and hits through that. Like, this is just a sign of that. But as this goes here, the big thing is, and this is basically, if I want to, you know, in a nutshell, 
uh, Val and Franklin have to take driver's yeah. test. Yeah, that's, that's what it all is. That's really the summary of the here. issue, the, the driver's and, um, test stuff. And so the thing is that uh, Franklin, he just he's now getting used to failing everything because his powers are getting wonky. And Val just yeah. is good at everything. She's the smarter she's, she's of the a two, genius. Yeah. She's one of the smartest. Yeah. And she's one of the smarter of anybody on the planet. I mean, when her and Moon Girl were going back and forth, who's the smartest? They actually even seem to let leave Reed in, in, the, it, dust, you know, yeah. in the dust there. And yeah, yeah, so with this, it's basically Franklin. Like, why? Why do you get all the breaks? You know, you're now, and he even says you're never going to wake up tomorrow dumb. Yeah, I think I did at one point <laughs> while I was growing up. I don't know what happened, and, and maybe it's. I went to West Virginia University. Yeah. And that the might couch explain fumes things. got to you. Um, I think is what it was. Yeah, it yeah. might have gotten me. Yeah, or, or ripping Formaldehyde down the in those couches and you know running through the know. street. Yeah. Listen, you know, I, I, I lived on Sunnyside Avenue and if anybody out there happens to uh, know what I'm talking about, they'll know that it wasn't the greatest yeah. part wasn't of town so sunny. where I sun lived. didn't but, shine uh, in that side of town. I used to live in, and again, I'll give shout outs. There has to be somebody out there who is either there or was there or whatever, but I used to live if they still have the Sunnyside Superette. I live right near there. So there's a little shout out. Sounds to like a, a you, $10 uh, a night hotel there. room. <laughs> no, no, it's just like a, a little uh, mini mart thing, and I used to get uh, I used to get pepperoni rolls there, and I they was pizza the lugs. Uh, some of the times it was a carefree, such a carefree time, you know, going to class and stuff. But yeah, so basically, it's like, hey Val, you're not going to wake up dumb. You're not going to go to WVU. You're too smart <laughs> for that. Only Jim gets to go there. Uh, but I don't have anything, and really, all he has at this point is. I can drive. Yeah. He drives around. And that's the funny thing is as you're going through this, they, they have realized there's some tears, it, you know, these weird tears. There's these anomalies that are happening. Things are morphing into things. Other things Combining, are changing sizes. Yeah, One girl has a problem. Going on. And I just, I, yeah. And, and even with a, a parachute that gets real small. And in this, you have, uh, you know, them riding in the fantastic car. And that's where, Franklin, he's really good at that. Val's also good at it. But as this is going on, these snitches, and I, I really, this yeah. one, and at one point you have uh, them saving everybody. And you have Franklin, he's even riding the regular car there. And you have this jerk, this snitch, who's like, hey, uh, hello, I'd like to report a major felony being committed by the Fantastic Four. This person is calling in because Franklin and Val are riding cars and i'm telling you right now i hope that this person shows up and that the old adage snitches get yeah. stitches is true and she shows up with some i, I, I hope hate someone to say robs that. her house on yancey street and thing walks right by it yeah really <laughs> they're just there they're they're, they're saving yeah, yancey like street driving recklessly it's just she calls because they look the thing, young yeah. i guess from now on i guess saying stitches might have been over over the top but it's not a swear <laughs> I, I'm word you're you, all right this here. is what i say <laughs> This is what I say now, though. She's not invited to the Yancey Street no, Black Party out. anymore. You're not yeah. allowed. And, and, and if there is an attack by Frost Giants, you're not allowed nope. to grab a pool stick. You're not allowed to grab a shovel or even, even scissors. Yeah. You get your out of town. We your don't grandma's want you there. umbrella or cane, none of that. 
why why do why do I think and and no no matter how hard I try, I know it's in New York. I know the Fantastic Four are based in New York. Why do I always think Yancey Street is like a Southie Boston? Thing? <laughs> it, it, it doesn't click in my mind. Like all of a sudden there's a time warp and they're they're in there's the you no, know there's Marky Mark walking down the street I, in his underwear. I can name any superheroes in Boston, New England area. Can you Damn, off the top I, of your I, head? Boston Captain Brand I, is he from yeah, there? I know one Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, who you please. got. He's the best superhero yeah, right. of all time. I mean, he goes around kissing yeah. you and Especially stuff. He's smooching everyone. There's a shout out to He's Dancing Mike right people. there. <laughs> I, I, and here I saw the other day, I actually saw a video of him chugging yeah. one beer. I couldn't Rumor believe is it. that was he water, dyed water. I know yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Rumor is, I actually do like Tom Brady. I think he's a gem. Yeah. I know you hate him. Yeah. You're from Buffalo. No, You're not allowed not. to like him. But I'm telling you, when he retires at the age of 73, it'll probably take you about five years. You'll start to like him. No. You'll be one of those. You'll Never. you'll be like one of those. You'll be like, you know what? Oh no, I hold so grudges. Bad. I'm a big so grudge bad. guy. Yeah. I'll never yeah, let it really. go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like yeah, we're even you, in you close actually, games and they've we've lost like games to close calls. I, I just I don't ever want to see Boston win anything you, ever again. If if they go over, I would actually forever, hate that. I, I know that they're the division deal, but boy, I think that I would more hate like the Giants. Well, so, I'll, I'll tell you what some of, of the thing is here. Some of the deep seated is when I was a kid, we, the Patriots were a giant joke, and the Bills destroyed yeah. them yeah, every single time they played them. Just about they had that one in like '85 when they uh, when they played the Bears and got destroyed yeah. in the Super Bowl. That's yeah, about so, all. They I mean, had. those that, are my. And, and then all of a sudden, the, the you know the tables turn and. It wasn't fun, so yeah. you know, I hate it. They did turn. <laughs> that's that's you know. right. That's and what in happens. the meantime, while well, right. my heart was broken four times as a little child watching those Super yeah. Bowls. So yeah, you know, there's my yes, mental problems. Are. Well, here we go. I don't know. We were talking Nancy Street. <laughs> yeah. It's Southie, uh, but yeah. So as they're going, the uh, Department of Extra Normal Vehicle deal. The you know the DEMV shows up and they say they're the Department of Extra Normal Motor Vehicles. They show up and say, listen. Uh, this Franklin and Val, they're not allowed to drive. They're too young, but they can because these are weird cars, but they have to yeah. take a test. Two we'll days. be back in two days. It's, it's nice this DEMV comes to you, though. No waiting in lines. I mean, oh, this yeah, is it comes beautiful. to you, but then only gives you two days. <laughs> only two days, though. You would think that they'd have some time, but so they're going to have, you know, a quick deal of let's get them up to speed. Johnny's going to teach them how to build an engine. Ben's going to give them a, a test. They're going to do some. It doesn't seem like they're doing many hands on things, but I guess they already yeah. know uh and so they go on this driving test in the fantastic cars and go and the the whole deal and uh while this is going on unfortunately i do like franklin's just going through he goes right through the vision yeah. at one point and excuse me <laughs> he's doing all these things he, he knocks didn't the put daily his turn signal sign. on wasn't that the reason yeah <laughs> really didn't do that and while that's going on, Val, who even though when she's like DEMV regulation three two four stroke alpha, if you see that, I don't know what she's doing, but she's got cross eyes there. She looks yeah. crazy. But uh, they end up having a rift of this whole tear, this anomaly, and somehow the cars. Why they would make these cars set at autopilot to any time there's an anomaly, they go right yeah, to it. But that's crazy. what happens. <laughs> they end up in the microverse. And they end up fighting Gargantua in the microverse, who, if you're a DC fan, uh, only can look like exactly Granny Goodness like to her. you I'm with like, the Darth Vader I, belt. She looks exactly like Granny Goodness with the Darth Vader belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so they're in there. They're in this terror. And even at this, like Val's trying to figure out what's going to go and do it. 
Franklin just he puts his hands behind his head. He's like, yep, looks like you're going to be doing fantastic four things there, buddy, with his instructor. This guy's freaking out. Um, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Val's doing all these calculations. Well, in the meantime, the whole thing is pretty much solved by Franklin, who parks the car, tells his instructor, force fields on, you're okay. I got a jetpack, I'm going to go. Goes up to Gargantua and figures it out to not use his powers. At one point, Val's like, I get what you're going to do. You're going to reuse all your powers at once again. And that might, he might end up, you know, using them too much or hurting himself because of how wonky yeah. they are. That's not what no, he's doing. He, he goes up, and because of his teen angst, because he's probably been yeah. sitting there pretty much listening to Nirvana's Nevermind. Oh, uh, yeah. Ad Nirvana Nazi, repeat, he's listening yeah. to it on a loop now. Uh, maybe even some Radiohead he's listening to, as my son would tell. is fully out. That's chair. not grunge music to him. It may be saying you don't want to knock off Nirvana. You just go to Nirvana. So if he's listening to Nirvana, which is grunge, right? You would oh, yeah. you would agree. Not to not to Logan down there. That's just oh, that's straight emo. up emo. Yes. Anything <laughs> he doesn't like is emo. He, he was yelling at it the other day. I'm like, hey. And the, the best is he hates that Billy Eilish. Oh, so do I. Eilish. Tell him we oh, are in, I love in the her. same boat there. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm an old man, and no I love way. her. Eric I hates it, too. Her. Yeah, and I'm, he's like, I don't like her. She's emo. Like yeah, everything is emo. I agree but he with him on that uses, one, I think. <laughs> oh, she might be. I like her. I, I think I like he's her. applying uh, the so, term correctly for once yes, in that case. Yeah, so he, uh, you have Franklin who uses his teen angst to go up and say, hey, Gargantua, you, you want to go up to this piece of crap place? Like, yeah. I live on I the think that, I'm pretty sure that's Dan Slott, the, the dude taking a selfie in that yeah, picture. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Okay. It's supposed to be Dan Slott. So, like, you want to go up here with this yeah. guy? Look Dan at this Slott? guy. I he mean, hasn't I, shaved see, his beard in years. Look at this guy. He hasn't shaved. The guy loves to fight with people on Twitter. He's a real jerk about it, too. He, it's only his way or the yep. highway. Am I supposed to say that? I think we just lost the review copy, but hey, whatever. He's, you know, this guy, he, he only goes, so why would you want to go up there? You have it here. This is awesome here. You have the, the coolest place yeah. here. And I like, she's like, oh, my. Who is that again? Dan Sl- Oh, yeah. I don't need that crap. And he then says me. I'm yeah, not I'm going stay there. Here. You're right. Yeah, really. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I, I would go up there, but he blocked me. Uh, why'd he block you? I don't know. I said hello. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Ooh, uh, but yeah, she ends why, up why trying Silver to stay. Silver Surfer was delayed. A block. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then that's what happens. And what basically then is like Johnny's even like, I can't believe that his teen angst is miserable and it's won the day. But they go up and now. It's kind of like those funny things, like even in, in a TV show or a cartoon, where when you get back up to Yancey Street, the part you I almost actually forget. Like. I like and this. it's even even before you get that, but you forget the idea that they were doing the driver's yep, test. And the, totally. like, the lady who was with Val's like, oh, by the way, you failed your driver exam. And they're like, what? And then it gets to the guy. And when they get up to Yancey Street and basically says, you know what, though? Franklin, he yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? Like How could he pass? He did all these things wrong. He's like, he did the one thing when things got bad. And I love it, too, because Val was working her, you know, computer like yeah, minority she, report she's doing while it was going on. At once. And that was basically texting while driving. She's like, that. that is pretty much texting while driving. While Franklin pulled over, made sure his pants. And I think that basically this guy, this kind of chubby guy that may have pooped his pants. <laughs> uh, luckily, the pants are black. Yeah. It doesn't go through. But I think that basically he's like, I didn't die. So so you pass. And you, you made sure because I was scared. Yeah. I was yelling. Kept me safe and I was in the car, yeah. 
Yeah, so they, they Franklin passes. He gets to drive and then comes to Val. And Val's like, I get it. You're going to rub it in. He's like, no, no, no. We make a team. I get to do what I'm going to do. Now let's go on a joyride. Woohoo! And they go off. And that's where Franklin, or I mean Reed and Sue, realize what had just happened. Because Johnny's like, man, if I would have been sky legal at that age. Yeah. Like, oh, what did we just yeah. do? And I even like the thing that Val failed. And it has to take a year to go. And then you have Sue like, don't worry, your dad failed four times. I mean, look uh, at the age guy. difference like, between yep. Sue and Reed here looks like about 48 yeah. years. Well, the guy, you. he kept failing his driver's <laughs> test, so she wouldn't date him until he got it. He didn't get it until he was 40. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's like, you know, our absent-minded scientists are the worst. Now, there's two other parts of this issue. We skipped over the yeah, one. There's a brief it's like interlude in there. Yeah. With there's Dr. Doom where he they're doing a cleanup. They're They're cleaning up. Well, you know, all the yeah, damage that up happened his in Chernobyl. the big fight. Yeah, basically, that's what it is. <laughs> and they, they even have our, I love the idea, too, is that he says he's not vain, but they're in Latveria. And you do have Victorious that we met in the last arcs and stuff like that. She's helping clean up. He, it, Dr. Doom comes and he's like, I'm going to help as well. You know, I, I'm one of you. I'm one of the people here. So let me get all sexy with bare chested yeah. Dr. Doom. And this one girl why don't you take off your mask? You know, no, we don't care we what you don't look want like. That. And, uh, and, and Victorious <laughs> is even like, Oh, she doesn't mean it. She really doesn't mean it. He's like, no, no, no. The, this, this is my new face and it has uses. I just think that it's like Eric at the bar. Yeah. He, he's so vain that he's there, but he is He's kind of, you know, ripped apart and he's kind of got, but he is ripped oh, as yeah. well, but he's got scars Working and stuff, out. but still, He's, he's pretty scars, good. Though, you know? And I love it too. Is as he's as he's working, I know that he's flexing, and oh, he's yeah. saying like, he, he "By the up way, while the he's doing his thing biceps, there. Yeah, oh curl. yeah, he picks up things. And he's like, I'll try this, and shows he his did triceps. twenty minutes of push-ups people. before he and came he goes, out. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> one handed. He ends up digging in the dirt, and he figures, oh man, this is kind of radioactive. Everybody, back off a little. Wait, let me see. Oh my. You know, when Galactus was here, he left some of that pos- power cosmic. I'm telling you, I don't want to know what that dirt is. Yeah, no. Y- you don't either. know what it is. It but he's like, Galactus you know, poop. this is an unexpected treasure. Yeah, you don't want Galactus poop. No. I mean, it, it's really hard to wash that well, out. And, and ironically, like, it later comes out of the toilet. So really, we, we, yeah. we might and be connecting crazy too. And he's like, here. This is an unexpected treasure. This, this is and, your worst you know. nightmare, how the issue ends. As, yeah. as a little oh, child, yeah. things coming out of the toilet to you. Out of the toilet. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the worst but he has they have some power cosmic mud uh and then at the end uh you do have a deal where that continues on where you have uh, the puppet master coming out and he does now the puppet master is going to be able to have radioactive yeah. clay Doom sends him this like use. you know yeah giant i don't know what yep. it is like squid thing through yeah yeah <laughs> it looks like like a squid type robot yeah. type through deal like an alien deal into this prison yeah yeah and into, up the toilet and it, yeah, it is the raft too, the maximum security prison, the raft. And it comes in through the toilet and he's like, oh, and, and right away I'm like, he doesn't care. Like, oh man, this came through the toilet. And oh man, this is that right away. He gets this clay. He's like, oh, I, I got some perfect gift for Ben Grimm. Yeah. Like that's all he's thinking of. Yep. Well, he's like toilet clay, Ben Grimm. All right. That <laughs> works. And then in the next deal, you do see, you know, it looks like a Hulk fighting the thing so we'll have to see how that works out with this clay and the puppet master and all that but i i like this i thought that this was a fun one shot now if you're gonna sit there and think well jim we only get this book once every seven years why are we just getting a one shot and it infuriates me i i know where you're coming from i, I yeah. can't argue with you about that but when this book does come out 
I always like it. I always really like it. And I'm trying not to let the delays hamper my fun because this is kind of what I wanted. I don't know. Like, I'm telling you, I have the puppet master there with Ben. I don't have any background with the puppet master. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a strong I, one Galactus, either. all these things. I, I'm easing into this as a fresh start deal. And really what I like is the family aspect yeah. of it. It reminds you me really a lot get of like, you know, a sitcom a little bit. Yeah. And I think Dan yeah, and Slott, I like it. he really does well with those areas of the book. But I think... It would also what, serve him. Were you across him. the room there yelling? Yeah, no, I was <laughs> leaning back in the chair. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you just and, uh, <laughs> relaxing it up. And then uh, I think he does well with those sitcom type moments, but I wish he would yeah, also at the same time tell a story instead I know. of continual one shots and things. But so. again, this is where are we going to have to get used to it? It, it? You know, I always had heard the Marvel way. Uh, the Marvel way does seem to be giving us these stories and then throwing in these little dribs and drabs, these little drops of stories like this puppet master and like this. And, you know, we were saying in the Avengers and we said, and you were going to say before I interrupt you about amazing Spider-Man, that's another one that oh, yeah. keeps throwing in these little hints of a story or a little thing that intrigues you. But then after the seventh time of only seeing it move forward an inch, you start getting irritated and things like that. Uh, but I like this, and I'm just going to rate it as a as a one shot that sets up some things. I actually really like Franklin and Val, so I was really worried that they were going to get pushed to the side at one point. At least they're still here now, and it gives Franklin something where you, you get the idea. I don't know that it's so obvious, but it, to me, it's obvious foreshadowing of Franklin completely losing his powers coming up because he just keeps saying, "If I don't have my powers, all I have is the driving." And then you pass the test; you can drive. You figure. That's what. Yeah, it's coming quick, and at least so when they probably do the next time he has to really powers, expend a it, lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it makes it so that they don't have to leave him at home. People like Franklin. I like him, so I'll get him just as the driver as we go. And then I can only think that they'll go back into the multiverse of some sort and somebody will gift him back his powers. He'll somehow get I think his that own first gamma chick radiation. They fought, did, did something to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that, you know, it might be a reverse gamma ray, whatever it will be. I think that he will get them back in a different way. I think that basically what Dan Slott realized you get Franklin on the team. This kid is making universes. Yeah. He is overpowered. Can sol- you he have can solve to, every problem by winking and You have to dial eye. this back. Yeah. You know, you can't keep having that. So this is his way. And it, you know, it's taking some time, but I don't mind that taking time. I like the idea of seeing his struggle and things. So, yeah, I really like it. There's some jokes. There's some funny moments. I like the family moments in here. So I'm going to give it uh, – I'm going to give it an 8.5 on the podcast now that I've read it a couple times, but I still really enjoy it. Uh, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a 7.8, just short of an 8. I Look like it you. definitely better than Avengers. Uh, I have fun with the sitcom moments in in the book. Every, every time it comes out, I, I do kind of enjoy that aspect, but I wish he would tell more of an ongoing story. So the Puppet Master stuff at the end is, is intriguing, and that's kind of where a big boost comes from for me. Okay, you're done. You're done yeah. on your soapbox. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. <laughs> but we're going to go up now. We're going to be joined by Aaron, and we're going to talk about the big, 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 big book of the week. All right, and it's War of the Realms number six, chapter six, The Storm of Thors. Written by, I want to get a sexy voice for this, <laughs> The Storm of Thors. Written by Jason Aaron, drawn by Russell Dauterman, colored by Matthew Wilson, and lettered by VCs Joe Sabino. And, and I just want to say that I, I didn't know much about Russell Dauterman. I actually thought that he was like somebody who's been around forever. 
because he's so good and then realized that he's kind of new on the scene for the most part. He was in one of those Marvel like workshop type things a, a couple of years ago and it blew my mind. But I, I think that his art's incredible. I, I don't think that you guys would argue much about that, right? No, the, gonna, the art is so, so, like good. It. Com- so good. It's so good. Uh, here's what we say. Meanwhile, Jane Foster, former Thor herself, found the half-broken hammer of Thor and picked it up. There we go. I'm just going to go with that. And we've <laughs> read all of these things. This is just giving you a recap of everything. We'll just get into this. And it does start. And I'm telling you, it's like this book has not been delayed, right? I, I, I no. haven't seen a delay. No. How can this book look this good every panel and not be delayed? And then we get all these other books with seven artists, and it doesn't look <laughs> half of what this is. Well, it's crazy. If you if you remember, the artist changed on Thor. It used to be Dotterman, and then well, okay, I'm just Del saying Mundo on this came, book itself. I, I, I know, I know. They pulled Dumo- they t- pulled yeah. Dotterman off of Thor. What twelve issues ago? Okay, so you <laughs> so think like that they had this well? Year, well, if that's the case, then going. tell. Tell Dan Slott to get a year ahead of time. There you go. <laughs> Tell him to go. There you go. Uh, because if that's the case and they had all this written and everything was done, then, uh, you know, all the power to them. Kudos to them for doing that and allowing Dodderman to have that time to do the they, art. They were it probably like- done so so far ahead of time. They started thinking of tie-ins to squeeze yeah, in here. Yeah, that's with- my big. <laughs> exactly. That's what Brandon thinks. But, yeah, for the most yeah. part, too, with this then – uh, if that is the case and they had it done, whatever, yeah, why can't they do that with all the books? Because if every book looked like this, I'd be very happy. But yeah, you start off and you start off with Thor in the sun. He's still trying to do that whole deal with Mjolnir and it ends up, you know, sacrificing out and kind of melding out. And then it wraps around and we see that that's actually being read, you know, by the granddaughters, the great granddaughters and the old t- untold eons from now and the Asgard at the end of time. And I thought that that was a pretty neat little i forgot all about them i i really did and they, they popped yeah. up occasionally but it's a nice way to get back to how some of this all started You're uh, slightly glossing the, over him losing his eye also I mean. yeah well it even <laughs> said yeah it says like it, it, it burned out so yeah he yeah. got that and he, they even say oh that's how it burned and, out and molnir which he gave up last his was molnir yeah. yeah, and he had the uh, the tears that ended up going with it. So you have all that going on, but yeah, so you have it there. They're reading the uh, the book, and you know the War of the Realms book, and they're like, "What happened next?" And like, wait, this says that a bunch of people traveled from the far future to can, and then you do see the Fantastic Four, at least Ben and uh, Reed, show up to get. Thor, you know, all father Thor to come back with them because this is the thing. There's a fine print that Malekith has uh, neglected because the whole deal is he has he has Thor's parents trapped at Stonehenge and he has a spell around it, you know, a force field that only Thor can get through. And you have Thor realize, well, that means that Thor's can get through too. So you have pretty much the Thor is a mantle Thor's. Yeah, so you have the things with that, and they can all go in, and you have all that, and it's a good callback to the deal. I, I said, while this is going on, John Jack is, is a huge Thor fan and was talking a lot in the Slack chat for the Patreon thing, and he was given you know, a little bit of, of notes and things and telling people why he liked it, and I said, I, I'm kind of going to go at this as somebody who, again, like I started this all out, I don't 
don't know a lot of mid 80s Thor. I don't know a lot of the background. <laughs> now he's filled me in on things as we have gone on with this. But I do want to give a shout out because they're recording right now as well. It's like competing recordings now. Uh, they're recording their thing and he's at the Comic Watch and Comic Watchers podcast. And if you want to hear him talk, because he, he is going to go a little more deep cut. With where a lot of these things go Yeah we know some of the things And Aaron you know more than me as well uh, But he's going to go deep cut as well So if you want to go listen to them That'd be pretty cool to get a little bit different angle But it, you know this is how I play it Is I'm playing it the way I am And I'm going to go in and talk about How I don't know a lot of these things And when we first started out This whole War of the Realms that my angle was, hey, listen, I don't know a lot of the background. I didn't read a lot of the Thor up until now. And if you remember, I still love the first issue. I loved it. And when we kind of got into the War of the Realms, like we said, we were getting montages and clip shows. I wasn't enjoying it. I'll do a spoiler alert right now. I love this issue. I think this issue is great. And it goes back to the idea. I don't know much and I still love it because even the big parts are big for me uh, and things like that. So I, I, I would guess, you know, I'm hoping that you guys like it enough. I mean, Brandon has hated this whole event so much. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I think still that maybe, hate the event, but I like this issue. Yeah, I, I can think say that you that. would have to like this issue. <laughs> this issue is just so big and, and so many things going on. Uh, how about you, Aaron? Um, I'm actually a really big fan of this issue. I, I've I've actually enjoyed the event itself, just the uh, the main event story because the Dotterman art has been so great. There yeah, have been so those good. those downer issues where it's just like y- you feel like it could have actually been like a tighter story. Yeah, yeah, almost. I agree. It's but, almost a shame that at points we had some of the tie-ins because it seemed like it was letting them do some heavy lifting in my yeah. mind. And then when you got the main book, where you want the main book to wow you every time. You want the main book to be the one that makes you so crazed and so excited that then you go off and read the tie-ins instead of, oh, man, I didn't get so much. I guess I better go read the tie-ins. And then I kind of got to that at one point, which yeah, kind of threw me I, off. When we read those tie-ins, my main problem with the tie-ins is then they don't even tell you what you anticipate they're going to you know yeah. the direction they're going to go in and and they're a letdown as well so i mean but i think i think I do, the three, again yeah. i like this issue a lot but the, yeah i the, think the three the of us aaron's been the most positive i think that aaron's been the most positive of the event and i mean he's even reading journey in the mystery i mean god forbid i, I <laughs> yeah, think that you man. might have to get some combat pay for doing that <laughs> but uh, like i i bailed on that i bailed on the last couple of issues i, I, of I would have of to Atlas. say i would have to say I, I i like more of the tie-ins than i dislike like okay, rec- yeah. recently the, the the last batch of tie-ins seemed to be a little stronger than the first okay. uh three Bunch issues them, yeah. that yeah. worth came okay. out you know but yeah so in this issue uh i like and i think that what i like too is you do have a lot of things going on obviously you have things and yeah some people might not like the idea that you head off and all of a sudden captain marvel will show up and go yep queen of cinders is done you know, all right, I'm done with that. I didn't mind that because the focus is on Thor. And and that's where I like the focus to be because I don't think we had enough Thor going into this. Thor was always just in the background of an event that seemed to be his. And, 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 and you, were, so yeah, our, you, were, you were enjoying that uh, Captain Marvel oh, tie-in yeah. tie series too. More so than a lot you, of other so people. You don't, so you don't mind this part no. maybe because of that also. Maybe. So. 
And, and, and even so, like I said, I know people might be angry about that because some of the stuff is tied up very quickly. Some of it just seems like an afterthought. But I like the time that we spend with Thor, with uh, Jane, uh, you know, especially there. Uh, though by the end, again, if you're going to be a hater, you're going to be a hater. Uh, I mean, at least Brandon, he's a hater, but at least he's admitting <laughs> he, he likes it. it. But even by the end, if you're going to be a full hater, you're going to get mad because pretty much the epilogue of the issue is pretty much just setting up other books and stories and things like that. But I just I really, really like everything that we get with Thor here to the point where all of a sudden I'm thinking I'm becoming a, a bit of a Thor fan. And again, if you've been listening mm-hmm. to this podcast for the year, we've been doing it here. Hey, I'm not much of a Thor fan and the Thor speak and think, and that all kind of gets pushed aside to pretty much just give you an epic. I mean, it's almost like a fantasy tale slash action movie slash everything that i wish that every issue of this event was like all of it and i guess you can't have every issue but i really really like it but yeah you you end up then with all the thors including jane jane shows up and it's kind of a shame because we knew that jane had become a thor again and the whole mantle thing like you said so when she shows up off panel with the eye and then she's like here i am you know jane my fist again yeah it's kind of a shame that that wasn't the first time we saw her you know full out that we didn't know that she was going to be that because then it kind of took it away i thought that that would have been a huge huge moment but we already kind of got it um but yeah, she's there with her hammer as well that is falling apart as we speak. And it's one of those things that she's going to end up using that hammer. And by the end, it is what seems to kind of get her towards being Valkyrie uh, while that goes. But in the meantime, they're heading off to Stonehenge to save, you know, Freya and Odin. And uh, while this is going on, that's when you tie up all the other things. You know, you have yeah, the you Fantastic Four. You globe. see the Punisher. You see She-Hulk, Wolverine. They're all there. And it all looks great. I- I'm telling you, if I don't see Spider-Man going around with these spiders anymore, I'll be happy. That's the one thing that, <laughs> you, know, you know, I could, I could have enough of that. Spider-Man's been in every corner of the globe during yes, this event Yes, he just so shows far. up. He, 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 like, he, he photobombs. He really That's all fe- he's doing. He really feels like he could have just not been in this whatsoever. Yeah, no. And he's it a photobomber. Been better, it would have been better off because they, they had the hunted going on. He would have been in a, t- in a bubble, so he couldn't yeah. have been in this, you know? like Yeah, for, you could have just you played that just, off. You could have just yeah. played that off. It, it, it yeah, he does nothing. He's just there. Photo bombing. Uh, you end up then where you have Captain Marvel shows up and is like, hey, you know, so much for the Fire Queen. That's what I'm saying. We have it in other books and things going down, but it's still like, hey, so much for her. Let's move on. And, you know, hey, where's the snowflakes? And they're going to fight Lofi. And that's a another big thing. And it's funny, too, because I didn't expect that by the end of this, we were going to get Loki back that quick. Uh, and and then we do. But a, again, it was kind of a surprise, but it seemed like everything wanted to force its way to kind of reset as, as to go as, forward. As soon as Daredevil threw that sword down threw the Lofi, sword in. Threw, it, threw it down his throat. At first, I thought it stabbed in his throat, but he just like, yeah. wow, that was just a, a meal for me. I was like, yeah. Loki's yeah, cutting out. Do I'm <laughs> telling you, I, at there. this point, I was thinking it was the Sarlacc pit, and, and I know Brandon loves that, and I, I just thought that Loki <laughs> yep, was half digested, maybe pooped out. I thought yeah, maybe I, I pooped him out. I was going to say, I thought he got chewed up pretty good. And I, I just, and I know he's a god. The They're playing with guess, the idea right? he's a god, but I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot. That. I, I wouldn't have even said that Loki would still be in his stomach, though. It kind of ties around to the idea of how long do you think this has lasted? Well, because this. <laughs> 
it might have been three days. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, yeah, in in the knows. first in the after the first uh, War of the Realms issue, they had that Thor issue where Loki yeah. was floating in in Laflay's stomach. But yeah, yeah, he, yeah. His, he has he had like his legs and arms all askew and everything. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they well, were. I think they were uh, like unattached too. Because like, yeah, well, Laflay got bit him attached. In half. Then. You yeah. know, it's a weird digestive system. The frost jets <laughs> that actually puts yeah. you back together. Yeah, uh, froze them back yeah, into so, place. <laughs> so yeah, you do have you know the casket of ancient winners, which was a big thing. John Jack pointed out was a big thing of when Malekith first joined on the scene. This was like his first weapon, and you know he even says love. He's like, hey, this is one good thing Loki did was steal this from Asgard, and he you know he eats it, and then he has pretty much super frost breath. Uh, it's like when I eat, you know, what I would like to think when I was a kid, when Garlic. I would eat like peppermint gum and I would think that I have frost breath. <laughs> I didn't. I just still had stinky breath that smelled a little like, you know, peppermint. Uh, but he's doing that and kind of messing with everybody and they're fighting back. And that's where you have Daredevil. And I really liked the idea that Daredevil gets him though, and he throws the sword. And it ends up kind of it, it's one of those. This happens all the time of you missed. Did I? And yeah. uh, but I love that Lavi's thing is you throw a sword like a blind man. And I thought, boy, that is an ultimate diss. That is that's <laughs> like the biggest diss I've ever heard. But it does go into his mouth, and I like to where he's like trash talking and turns and ah, it goes down his throat. Uh, in the meantime, though, you go and that's where you have Odin and Freya, and you know they hear. And while this is all going on, there's you know certain bits and pieces here where yeah, you, everybody's getting colder because of what Lavi's doing with the casket i like that where the whole but also at one point they also everybody's hearing like this whole thing and it sounds like a, a rebirth i think screwbeard might have been the one who said it somebody's like sounds like something's being reborn and whatever and we know them by the end that you know it's molnir and all that but while this is going on you still have malachis he's still talking trash he still thinks that he's won this war and in the meantime everybody that's fighting with him have been defeated i mean they've all been destroyed and uh, yeah. they get there and they end up going through the, you know, this, the spell. And then even like Malachus, like, oh man, you know, this mantle thing's a bunch of crap. You know, I, I didn't think of this as being like, you guys can't get through it. And they're like, no, 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 we're all Thors. And it's funny because it kind of goes well with the trash talk back in the, I believe the Avengers issue was the Avengers issue where they were yelling about how Thor wasn't a mantle. And then the, it was when She-Hulk was uh, punching uh, Olick or whatever, but it, it kind of ties into the yeah, whole deal. Remember. Everything yeah, I read it, this week goes, it, it, could, I, I, it could be the Avengers. I issue. think that's what it was. Cause he's, she's yeah. like, say it again. And he's like, uh, I thought that, uh, you know, why is yeah, Thor? Was, Thor should be was, a name. It shouldn't yeah, be a man. Yeah, and, and then she punches him. And he's uh, like, marry me. Yeah. Then that's what he says. <laughs> yeah, marry was, me. But yeah, it, it it's Avengers. kind of a good tie in for yeah. this. It's a weird side deal. It, it, but it was kind of a It was good. really weird that She-Hulk has a, a, a main seat in the Avengers book yeah, in, during yeah. the War of the War Realms. I, I, yeah, I, I just yeah. thought it was odd. But yeah, so you had enjoyable. that little scene there. Yeah, I liked it. We talked about it earlier. Uh, I liked it. And Brandon, he, he's a miserable guy over there. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he, this is what happens off Star season Wars, in I Buffalo. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, when, when they don't have the Bills playing, he's miserable. And then when the Bills play, he's miserable. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yep. they're, they're fighting here. And as he's fighting, Malekith is kind of you know going. Malekith grabs his hammer. You also have the Necro sword deal going. He has the hammer into like the Necro deal with the symbiote. He's got the whole null thing. So he, he's pretty confident of what's going on. 
And, you know, he's going with the whole, you know, oh, you're, you're so amusing. You know, you're, you're unworthy. You're not even good, whatever. But as this goes on, then the big moment happens with this whole deal where Mjolnir shows up. It just comes out. And it's like everything's going on. Everybody's like, what the heck is going on? What's that? Oh, no. Flames and are it, raining oh, down. it's just and crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. In the background the whole time, this storm is brewing and just lightning yeah. shooting from the sun. And he's like, I've been- Screwbeard's just drinking a beer. He's, he's <laughs> been using the sun as a forge to yeah, get yeah, Mjolnir the to, to as, reconstitute. Yeah, as this is going on, he's pretty much forging Mjolnir in the sun as this is, you know, it's just taking the time and i do like this where you do have like i said scribbers like now we burn to death instead of freeze something is about to be born and uh you know they're doing that and um I like the the thing because it's raining. It's raining fire, like you mm-hmm. said. And I love Malekith here. Where he's like, "Is this all you got?" And you know, this is it. Rains fire every Thorns Day, and I'm like, "Oh, you know those Thorns Days? <laughs> I, I need that shirt." It, it it rains fire every Thorns Day, but yeah, he's still talking trash. And then all of a sudden, to be there for Hump there. Day. Yeah, really. Yeah, well, that yeah might he's be talking trash, but Thor also knows that the Venom <laughs> symbiote knows. knows yeah. the Venom symbiote it, it relates back poorly fire. with fire. Yeah, and that's kind so, of getting him away from that to allow him. Weakening it, it just a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I love when, when Molnir hits. And you have it there, and you, you see it. The focus is on, on Molnir, and then the background of that panel, you do see pretty much Malekith's jaws <laughs> drop to the yeah, floor at that he's point. He's just talking and, crap still. And, and, yeah, and then like you glob. see... You see Thor <laughs> there back, but then you see him close up under, and he is so smug right yeah. there. Like he's like, "You are yeah. so done. You, you're done." And he's yeah, like, he looked like he a says, burn victim earlier in the issue. He yeah. cleaned up. Well. Oh my god, he looks really good now. And he's <laughs> like, scared old poor friend. Eric Shea. And yeah, and even like, and I love it too because it's not like it's not fully like, "Oh my god, here it is." It's just Jane who's like, "Welcome back, Molnir, you beautiful mallet, you." And then he's just like all these things as each of the Thors kind of have their little talk and like oh man i like to the young like am i the only one here who doesn't have a hammer at the one point when he was going and well, yeah my, thor my just favorite walks line out. is actually young thor when he says to odin and he's he's like if you're missing the hammer why didn't you just give him yours yeah yeah and he's like that's not how it works because yeah he could have. uh but yeah he ends up picking up the hammer and then just beats the crap out of Malekith. He just slams him. And again, if you're going to be upset at things, you might be upset that that just ends it. You know what I mean? But I didn't mind that. I didn't mind because it is such a big moment to have Molnir back that make it a big moment. Make it that that's all he needed to end the war by just getting that finally and taking a lot of beating and then finally get it. And he says, listen, I, you know, if, if being unworthy is what I am, then I don't want to be worthy. But here I have the and I'm now God of the unworthy. And I thought that that was a cool line as well. After yeah, then he line. just hits, hits Malekith. And, and then, then somebody yeah, yells mutiny on the battlefield, apparently again, look <laughs> out. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, they, they're kind of talking and that's where, you know, you have Jane's like, you know, speaking of hammers, yours isn't long for this world. You, you're going to have one more shot in the deal. And she just throws it and hits Luffy, who then gets kind of distracted. And then that's where we get where Loki just cuts himself out from his stomach comes out just guts and even if you look too he is kind of ripped apart still i mean he is not full his leg is all screwed up and his arm and shoulders out so he comes out and he's like hey you know it's it's kind of a uh, i don't know an eye rolling line like to trash talk with i guess it's something you ate 
and he comes out, he has the casket, whatever. Um, but then, yeah, the whole thing kind of ends with the wild hunt coming and just grabbing Malekith and ripping him apart and taking him away. And, you know, that's the whole deal. And they're all I, just I was, left I was watching. very fearful that it was just going to end with just the one big him hit there. From, one yeah. big hit from Molnir and his just down into the ground. And yeah. that was, they're going to take him away from there. It was actually very satisfying to yeah. have yeah. uh, Malekith get ripped apart. And it's funny, too, as he's there, he's kind of saying, uh, you know, kind of in my mind, he's still trash talking, but he's kind of also trying to say, you know, look, you think I'm bad, but this is what I do. Wars never end for me. You know, I lost 12 brothers and a father and a dozen uncles. I was sold by my own mother because of war and going and almost like he wants people to feel bad for him after all these. But he's not like saying, you know, I give up or anything, but he says, no. like, I still have the Lord of the Wild Hunt. You know, they obey their master tear this you know jerk to ribbons you know get this done and that's where thor's like no no no, they can smell your fear you're done he's like i have no fear and they just come and rip him apart and like you said it's very satisfying well it is i a mean very satisfying it, it's deal. quite possible his his ride that he has a saddle on that big white yeah, line the big maybe, white maybe line, the lion was just the tiger was just trying to pick him up and carry him yeah, away yeah and the, all the other animals ripped off a couple of limbs because i mean yeah, it, yeah. like the, the tiger's not chewing it looks like no, no, he may get him away without yeah. a couple limbs. He may <laughs> exactly. get him away. And again, though, uh, you don't expect to see him that soon. No, you know what I mean? But if they want to have him come back and then, you know, say it's five years from now, say it's 10 years from now and when he does come back and then somebody's led to like, oh, man, no way he died. I know. And then they go back. That's what they'll see is like, you don't see him dead. Yeah. And you could just say that he was taken away you know, by the tiger uh, that got him. Kind of like a Joker-esque death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you end this all and it's basically now you're going to go through, there's going to be people. And I like, I like the way that Jason Aaron writes some of the guys, you know, you have Wolverines like, hey, you know, let's go get a beer, Frank. And then Punish is like, you know, your war might have ended, Logan. Mine never does. And I'm like, boy, you are a dud. (laughs) <laughs> you can at least have two i mean really two seconds to have a beer with logan just do that but yeah you go you, know, you have daredevil and then this is where i said you start having these things that are going to start tying into things you have the symbiote go off you know i'm gonna get going for the coming carnage Mm-hmm. Like, oh, all right <laughs> you know really yeah. you have to say it so he goes off jane starts changing even jane uh did before because she has you know the fading power the fading hammer she has it's falling apart and it does kind of uh meld and then you know attach to her to get her back to or get her to being yeah Valkyrie. now she's witchblade yeah now yeah and yeah <laughs> and she, she is yeah and uh i did like the idea earlier too where they were saying oh no and that's when free and odin there and odin says to jane like listen jane why are you here i can't bring you back from the dead again i can't do that and she's like if we die now there's there's nothing for anybody the valkyries are dead you know there's nobody to help anybody and i like that line because we know that she's gonna and again it's a shame that we know already that there's a valkyrie no, book. i hate it that been cool. they do that it yeah, would have been crazy. cool if they just would have announced it today or <laughs> yeah. tomorrow they could have waited a little yeah, i mean yeah, it's, it's, it's coming like out in september I know, it's yeah. like a yeah. matter of a couple weeks they never can yeah and it's coming out load, in months so you know you can just you could have hold on held off and that would have been really cool like again i think that they they jump the gun a lot of times on these things that that kind of you know get you upset 
But yeah, you have Loki go off. He's, you know, the king of the Frost Giants is dead. Long live the king. You know, you have that whole uh, spiel that he goes off. I do like the whole deal with Odin and Thor, where, you know, even before that, where he's like, he's proud of him, stuff like that. You get that. And he's all first time ever. Yeah, yeah. And he's, First yeah, time really. ever he, he says, show, shows some actual fatherly yep. love. Oh, I'm telling you, my dad died before he gave me that. So I'm envious <laughs> of Thor now. I'm telling you, my dad. And I, I'm telling you, my dad, this Daddy. is where I can tell you how, how mean my dad was to me and how uncaring and how he didn't even, when he was in a coma and he was going to die, my mom and I was like, hey, yeah, I'll go and see him one last time. And I go. And my mom's, I swear to God, she went as far as almost moving his lips. I'm sorry, Jimmy. And I'm like, she's like, I can tell his spirit is telling me. I'm like, what are you? Like, you know, what are you, a witch well, priest over well, here? Well, if you would have leaned yeah. in closer, you would yeah. have heard him say, at least I didn't eat you. Yeah, really, I'm telling you, I would have leaned in and been like, I always hated you. I, I did everything perfectly. Yeah, but that's what my mom would say. I'm sitting there, she's like, I know he's in a coma, but I, I was sitting here and I, I, I think that he came to me in a dream and he was telling me from the spirit world. I'm like, really? You have the plane and the car already revved up. The minute that that thing flatlines, you're grabbing his money and going back to England. I know, Don't give me your nonsense. And that's what she did. Actually, she had a boyfriend already. Piece of crap. But yeah, so with all this, see, there you get my family stuff now. But yeah, as you go, you have uh, throughout the realms and all the realms, you know, getting better. Even with the deal, the Dark Fairy Realm, I thought was kind of a, a neat twist there where they're like, they're rejoicing. The, the Dark Elf children rejoice in the streets of the news that the fall of their warmonger king. So, you know, they don't have to go to war all the time. I they thought that, that was that a nice little plan, touch. Though. Well, really, I mean, they're dark elves. They, they don't have much of a dental plan. All the money was going to war. Now they better start taxing some things and getting. Yeah, mushroom, yeah they, mushrooms are growing in Elfenheim again. Yeah, and yeah you beers got that. getting you, drank in the mountains yeah. of Nivel. And, you, you, and, and you, I'm telling you, you don't like there's there's these two twins, the dark elves. There's Chicklet. And, you know, cobblestone is what they call them <laughs> there from their team. Uh, yeah, even there there was a line earlier that we passed by. It's just a line, but a lot of people liked it with the idea of the the age of the craft beer is yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. And I know that Joey Costco loved that. He thought that was the best. Uh, but, yeah, so all this you have, Owen, he's like, you know what? You deserve it. I, you know, well done. You, I've never said that before. Uh you know, and he, that's where even Odin even realizes, because that's where Thorsa's father, and he's like, no, 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 I don't deserve that title. Perhaps I never have. And it's a really good line. It, it really is. Uh, and he's like, you know, now you may call me your loyal subject. He's like, what the heck are you talking about? He's like, you saved the realms. You're the all-father Thor now. And that's a pretty cool deal. And then you have the, I'm waiting for the Finn at the end. But instead yeah. we get yeah. the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you son of a gun. But yeah, I like this. I liked it a lot. I actually me did. Too. And I, I thought the art was really good. I think that the big moments were big moments. This was one of those things. Yeah, we had to wait for him for this final issue. But this is an event. We've, we've had events and the three of us have dealt a lot more with dc stuff you know together and things and uh it, the things that you read every time at the end of a dc it's like almost the opposite where it starts off really good but it always fizzles near the end this didn't fizzle at all this really has me pumped and really leaves me with the end even with brandon like him liking this and him saying he doesn't like the event as a whole still telling you this really 
put like a cherry on top of this event to make me at least have a positive feeling about it. Maybe I didn't love it. Maybe I don't think it's perfect. But by the end, I actually thought to myself, like, you know what? This this actually was pretty good. And I, I like the way it ended. So I, I'm giving it a nine. I'm going up. I think I actually gave it like an eight, seven on the uh, the site because I said some of the things got pushed forward a little too fast and ended. But I do I, actually more I read it, I liked it more. So I'm going to go up to a nine. How about you, Aaron? Uh, I think I want to top you off on that one with a nine five. Uh, I, I I was thinking of going it's high. Almost, like it's Evan. almost yeah. a, it's almost a ten for me, honestly. Really, uh, for a single issue and a conclusion to a to a story. It, the only reason I, I'm saying that it's a down a little bit from a, a ten is because the only problem I have is some of the the panel layout choices he's made. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some of them are a little too much angular, and then there's too much, just too much white space. Yeah, he did try to get it, fancy it, at it, some it point. Almost, he, he's like uh, shrinking and twisting the panels a little yeah. bit that yeah. I, I almost – with his fine detailed art, I'd, I'd prefer actually to be to be the full page almost. Yeah, of, and it's funny of, you say that because not, it, not when the I'm, whole and page, I'm, but like I'm a, paging a, through it, a yeah, regular and, size panel. Yeah, and it's funny because when I'm paging through it, it's kind of like one of those things that. Uh, there are some artists, and, and he's good enough to do this, where you don't need the tricks. You don't need to do these angular panels, and you don't need yeah. to twist and turn because your I, art's so good. Give us your I, art. I, you, I, don't you know. mind, I don't mind the pages where most of the art com- completes the whole the page, yeah. you know, covers the whole page, leaving none of that negative white space in the back. But yeah. some of them, it's just like you, you really – feel and make me feel like i'm missing out on yeah. more of the art i mean and then you get like that full page spread of all the thors that full yeah. page is one of the best things i've ever seen in, in a couple of years it's so good uh how about you brandon i'm gonna give it an eight five uh this was probably my favorite issue of the entire event just as yeah. a whole you know tie-ins everything um you know i really enjoy the art i like the developments and and possibly you know where this king thor book is going to take us from here yeah uh we we got an omega issue i wish they would stop doing that and just tell us the story and the numbered issues yeah but um you know that that's next week we'll worry about that when it comes but i do i other than my one complaint about the art is thor's like uh destroyer arm looks so much bigger than <laughs> the, like hey. it's just out of proportion with the rest of his body it it looks things with that other arm than that, well, i think well, you know you kind of have to do it that way because the destroyer is supposed to be bigger than thor yeah, I mean, it, just, it looks ridiculous. Plus, he's working I mean, it out. It, it should be curls for girls. With a limp. Done. It, yeah, it does look. It, it, it should look like he has a cast on because he can't. Yeah. Like, his arm won't look, go down all the way. So he's like, like a if he goes in a grocery store, he's just gonna knock to off everything. <laughs> all right, just moves and knocks it down. But yeah, so you're you're positive though. That's a positive for Brandon. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I, I still, I'd probably give the event as a whole like a six. I don't think it's a great event. To be honest, I, you, I'm telling like you, I might be a seven issue. five. I, I mean, and I'm saying we're talking about everything that I'd give like yeah, a yeah, seven, yeah. seven. But the things that I read and enjoyed, uh, I I liked. So uh, I kind of avoided some things that I didn't like. So I would probably uh, be about a seven five eight for yeah, just the, just the like six a seven, books, seven, just the yeah. just the six issues. Oh, for these six issues, the I'd six probably issues, be like I'd a probably. seven five. Just because it, it seemed to lo- like I said, it seemed to lose the idea that you needed the yeah. big stuff in the big book. That that's the only thing, and yeah. that's a if, shame. If I read issue one and issue six and skip two, three, four, oh and five, I would those, be a lot those happier. Those one I and think. two 
I mean, the first and last issues were all, I was all over those. I loved them. But I, I could see the, spending like 25, 30 bucks on just the six issues in a trade yeah. paperback and, yeah. and, lo- and loving it. I'd have to see. Maybe maybe we'll come back to it like, you know, next year and just read the six issues and see how well that holds up of just those. But yeah. that, that's for a, that's for future Jim, Aaron and Brandon. But right now we're done. We're done the podcast. That's it. Uh, obviously, I think that all of us, uh, our book of the week would be the War of the Realms book anyway. And that's cool. That's a good thing for that as well. But yeah, that is the podcast. Like I said, go over to our our uh, Twitter, where if you follow us, we'll follow everyone back, and that's WS Marvel Comics. You can also go to our website at weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and we also have the Patreon account, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where I said we had the spotlight, which was... I, I had it up, and it was the Spider-Man annual number one, the Spider-Ham stories, and Star Wars Age of Rebellion, Darth Vader number one, in a photo finish at the end, uh, came through with that. Also, just this past week, me and Brandon did the uh, Marvel Comics event podcast, which was the first part of the Avengers Defenders War. So if you, there's a bunch of Marvel stuff on there, and more to come by the end of this month. I got a bunch of things to do, including my episode with my wife tomorrow. Me and her are going to record it. She's uh, she's very wary that everybody's making fun of her that we always have to do it on the last day of the month. So we're going to do it tomorrow nah, and get nah. that I'm out. Just yeah, happy she's to always get it. I'm that. just happy to get it. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she's got some crazy. We got some crazy stuff in this week. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, the whole idea of her <laughs> spending all the money and then like, how did we not have any money? Like, uh, I can kind of guess. Your life makes uh, me feel better about mine. <laughs> oh yeah, she, she's crazy. She certainly is. Uh, also, I, I I think oh yeah, because she went to the shore too and didn't take any of her medicine. So they got some crazy stories there too. So there you go. But we'll be doing that uh, tomorrow and all that jazz. So everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in a couple days. Got a line, it was Sunday night Wrote up my notes to get the feeling right Brandon had messaged me, he's drinking at his friends But that was at quarter to three And that's about the time the jerk passed out on me He lives in Buffalo, I could not see I guess it's just me on the weekend show Way up there in Buffalo, it's just another Sunday night Brandon's drunk again, Brandon's drunk again